0: looking forward to this and uh, i gotta tell you the hype the hype around you sarah gray was massive so uh, welcome to mix fm
1: thank you finally Huisha we here listen i've i've got nothing i can't comment <laughs> on the
0: hype <laughs> <laughs> You come highly recommended, so there we go.
1: I hope I don't disappoint.
0: You won't. We aim to please. You won't, because if you, if you do, then Daniella's going to be in
1: trouble. <laughs> and I certainly hope she's listening. <laughs> oh,
0: I know she will be, Daniela. Yeah, because I will get I will get the message if I say if I say anything wrong. I'll probably get Sarah was fantastic, but David, you I don't know. I think anyway. you need
1: to just review that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so so. Let's start off with what you currently do now, because the extent of my my knowledge is you make flavors. And I was like, okay, and we've made lots of flavorful jokes and colorful and flavorful. Um, I've got a great marketing idea for you. I'll give it to you later. but, But tell me, who is Sarah now and where is Sarah now?
1: Okay, well, to, to break it down into an, a nutshell, because really, if I had to kind of try and categorize everything that I'm involved in, we'll sit here till next week. <laughs> but I am the sales and product development manager for a company called Psycho Distribution. Um, mm-hmm. We procure products into the hospitality industry. I also own a company called The Chef. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chef, basically, what we do is we develop and we procure specialized and fine food ingredients for the hospitality industry. And how? That kind of ties in together is SciCra is my distribution company. Okay. So, uh, um, the owner of Cycra is also my business partner. So, in a nutshell, it, it's kind of like, okay, how do you get to do that? You okay, know? but now, <laughs> um, further than that, you know, Sarah Gray, uh, I'm a self developed. Um, I'm a self-developed woman, really. Mm-hmm. I'm a survivor. I'm a fighter. I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. You know, the, the journey to get here, um, my passions basically brought me to the point where I am now, in the food industry.
0: Okay, so so now I know what you do. Well, sort of. Sort of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, if you'd like to uh, post any comments, you'd like to send a message. Uh, you can SMS, that's 41348. Those is charged at 150. Otherwise, WhatsApp us, 084-822-0938. Sarah Gray, my guest now, uh, and my previous guest, Rita Zwani. Don't forget, uh, all of these episodes of What's Involved do get published as podcasts as well. Uh, they generally up around about Wednesday or Thursday. So if you've missed any of it, uh, go check out What's Involved, which is spelled W-A-T-T-S involved.co.za all the podcasts are there um i got I, just as an aside i had a guest in the other week and uh, he got somebody and said i was i was listening uh, to the what's involved show on 94.7 last night and i'm like really i didn't know i was syndicated <laughs> but anyway uh, it is w-a-t-t-s involved.co.za let's talk about because i know you've had it's no. not been an easy life. It's been a, no, it it's happens. definitely been a challenging life. Um, but but talk to me about about where Sarah comes comes from. Were you born and bred uh, Joburg or you no, a Joburg no, girl? No,
1: no, born and bred Cape Town.
0: Ah, oh, Cape Town. <laughs> uh, okay, look, like, you're like one of those mountain botherers.
1: We're not going to talk too much <laughs> about the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I've literally lived all over South Africa. Mm-hmm. We travelled a lot when I was young. I've lived from Cape Town to Sagefield Wilderness, Kimberley. Joburg, Pretoria, um, but recently, you know, I went to high school in Joburg. Um, mm. I went back to Cape Town for about six years, and we came back here when my daughter was one. Okay. So, I, I've been back here for another six years. Yeah.
0: Single yeah. mom? Yes,
1: single mom, three little girls. Yeah. Three, five, and uh, seven this year. Sure. So, clearly, I have no value <laughs> for my
0: life. <laughs> so, you've got some spare time between, what, two and four in the morning? Sure, Absolutely. <coughs> So, so you grew up. Where did the passion for? Because, I mean, clearly, okay, you you you've you've got the right outfit on and everything. But, I mean, from the little bit I know, you have a passion for food, cooking, and 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 where did the flavors come in? Explain this to me. Are you a chef? Are you well, a chef chef? Well, I'm I'm self taught
1: and I'm self developed. Yeah? Um, Having worked in the food industry for for many years i've been I've been in the food industry now for about twelve years mm-hmm. prior to that I was actually in the motor trade yeah yeah no and then I got an opportunity to go to Cape Town and I decided i'd had enough with the motor trade
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, friends of ours um, they knew somebody who had in a company that um, supplied the food industry with um, quite a high-end product. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started working in the food industry. And and like being self-taught, uh, at that time I was a brand ambassador for Pacific West. Um, we used to teach the chefs how to use our products in the kitchen and teach the distributors how to sell the product, manage the stock. And that's sort of... I've always had a love for food. I mean, I baked my first cake when I was six years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it developed from there. I worked from manufacturer to distributor. And the flavors in particular um, started... I have family in the business. So they introduced me to it about six or seven years ago. I used to bake cakes for Route 44 markets. Mm -hmm. And if you bring me any uh, cocktail menu, I will take that cocktail and put it in a cake form for you. And they said to me, you know, why are you using like proper cream soda. And I said, well, what else do you expect me to use? And they said, well, have you tried flavors? And it just opened Pandora's box. And then I started researching more about it. You work with a lot of different flavor houses. And and I worked with the actual food technologist who taught me a lot about how to use the product, what applications work well. Um, Carriers play a very, very big role in how you use Um, food flavors is you know and also there's a there's a perception that um, flavors are bad for you and it's actually not it all depends on your carriers and how they're made and where your raw ingredients come from it gets very involved
0: because i mean immediately when you talk flavors people go "Ah, msg and tartrazine um and it's 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 more than that but so so in in part of my dim and distant past, um, I used to do work. We were a contract packaging company for uh, the perf- some of the big perfume houses. Yes. So I kind of I kind of know about a bit about how to make perfumes and aromas and stuff. But flavors, well, it does my head in that that you can and you've got some little bottles here, and I need to know what those do, little bottles are. So, so we'll talk about those yes, in a bit
1: because I'm going to open Pandora's box for you today. Are you? I am absolutely. You'll never Like lit, if you literally go into a supermarket yeah. and you have to take out every single item in the supermarket that contains a flavor, you're going to be left with your natural ingredients and that's your fresh fruit and veg. That's mm-hmm. it. Absolutely everything that you buy contains flavoring. Again, then you're looking at the quality of flavor. So flavors, if you look at our flavors, they've got no… No um, no GMOs No allergens No sugars No salts No colorants No oils There's no nasties in it mm-hmm. So when you're creating flavors You're taking natural extract And you're extending that product And that allows you A shelf life And versatility of your product But the more you dilute The further you go down in the chain The more candied it becomes So again It depends where you're getting Your flavors from mm-hmm. And how far up in the dilution chain you are If you want to put it that way
0: Now, now where, would, where would one use these flavors. I know you guys made me incredibly jealous over the weekend and posted some beautiful G&T photos. Um, so that, that immediately perked up because I like to infuse my own gin. I've
1: heard. That's why we have the flavors here. Yeah.
0: So, so I love doing that. But I mean there's, there's um, I've seen something that's that's been quite big at the moment the the smokehouse flavors so yes. um, so I kind of, but where else would you use it
1: you you use flavors in literally anything so you can use it from flavoring chocolate you can temper chocolate with it mm-hmm. to flavoring your yogurts um, it's used in cool drinks it's used in baking applications it's used in absolutely
0: Everything, because I mean, as as I was bringing you in and introducing you and seeing Rita out, the first thing she was like, "I need to talk to you." <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so so clearly, in the in this in this industry, in the in the catering industry, people know what you do. It's just yes. you know, sort of radio presenters like me that want to know more.
1: <laughs> you know, the idea of flavors is that people mustn't get confused that it's there to replace a natural product because it's not. I can never give you texture. Mm -hmm. i probably could but i'm not there (laughs) to take away from visual and texture you're there to enhance a natural flavor and Uh if you look at now when you're cooking in that when you're looking for some ingredients it's costly and um, Mm. if you're working with extracts they are seasonal Uh, ingredients are seasonal and if you're looking to just add extra i mean if you we've got a mushroom flavor for example and if you want to make a mushroom sauce it's how much mushroom do you really have to throw in there to get a mushroom sauce A lot. (laughs) Yes. As opposed to here, you could just add literally maybe three or four drops depending on how much heat you have applied and you've already infused that mushroom flavor into your product.
0: See, this is the bit that fascinates me. We're talking to Sarah Gray. Um, You see, I think... I'm going to share this with you now because I guarantee you've never heard this more than about a hundred times in your life. Okay, bring it. But I think we should have a line of products called the 50 flavors of grey
1: right so um, (laughs) i'm all for it i'm all for it i do have a line that we're going to be launching called the seven deadly sins so So we're on this we
0: can build up we're on the same sort of wavelength (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back with sarah gray anyway my special guest in studio hello Uh, uh, Huh? Okay, I'll read that in a bit. Um, Sarah Gray, my special guest. She just blew my mind a little bit, okay? So that's that's why I'm taking a while to, to get around to this. So it's no secret that I am a gin fan. Absolutely no secret. Big fan. Big fan. Infuse my own gin. And now suddenly, here you go. And you bring me a whole bunch of flavors, which I'm assuming I can use in gin. Absolutely. one of my favorite things that I make at the moment is a blueberry-strawberry-infused gin. And here we have something called a drinkology. Yes. And it's blueberry. And I'm like, uh-huh. and then you open this bottle and it's like, oh, my golly, goodness me. <laughs> but I have to resist the temptation just to bang it onto my tongue because it's very concentrated, obviously. Yeah, you, obviously. Know, you don't want to do that. Um, but, I mean wow there's turkish delight i pulled my nose up at the turkish delight because these are just some of the 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 flavors that you do yeah um until i smelled it and i'm like "Mm, yeah okay Mm. hmm
1: can work Mm,
0: that's not not, not, not bad and then uh almond that that doesn't smell like marzipan 100 percent.
1: i hate marzipan so that (laughs) was my challenge to find an almond that is not marzipan
0: Um, the lavender is absolutely beautiful that
1: lavender and honey is absolutely Um, gorgeous
0: this, I would imagine, could make a very nice drink. Yes. I would yes. imagine that it could. Um, and then the last one is cotton candy, which is like opening up candy floss. That's what it's like. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The the first question, and I know somebody's already started to ask me that, um, these, you know, a lot of people are going to go, hey, but they're not all natural products and they are lab created and now you're going to kill us with stuff. Tell me about that. I mean, because I know in terms of, yes, we want to all go natural and we want to use as many natural things as we can. It's not always possible, though. I mean, if I look at to infuse my gin to get any sort of a flavor in it, the amount of blueberry, strawberry, et cetera, et cetera, that I have to use is silly. Yeah. So, so where do we stand on the, oh, you're now making, you're creating this stuff in a lab and it's... Um Compared to natural flavorings and colorants, Where okay. are we on that spectrum? Okay.
1: So, if, you, if you're if you looking at the specification on flavors, if you look at our range, it's nature-identical flavoring. Mm-hmm. The only time you're really going to get 100% natural product in any kind of flavoring is when you're working with direct extract. Mm-hmm. It's super expensive. I mean, that's literally like taking the orange taking it, dehydrating it, and putting it in a powder. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you're really going to get 100% natural products. When you're working with nature-identical flavors, you do get laboratory flavors, and you do get um, artificial flavors. We don't use any artificial flavors. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about an, a cream soda, for example, yes, um, people think this is a laboratory flavor. It's actually not. Cream soda is vanilla and rose. So, that's what makes up cream soda, so if you what? want to use that in an example. So, you've got a nature-identical product that appears to be unnatural, if just this is making sense.
0: Just uh, um, talking about cream soda, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have that, too.
0: It, it originally wasn't green, and then somebody stuffed no, it up and made it green.
1: Cream soda should actually look like vanilla essence. And, and yeah. Yeah. Why, why oh, can't we have cream cream soda? Because
0: I like clear cream soda. Then I can
1: give you clear cream there's, soda. There's,
0: there's a company, I don't know if they even, I haven't looked for so long, Frankies. called Frankie's. Yes. Their cream soda. Clear, beautiful creams. And then they changed it. But I think work. they're changing it back now. Because I sent them a strongly worded email
1: so it's actually your responsibility and we should take this up strongly with you yes okay, okay. i'm there <laughs> so so basically you know you do you you get different grades of flavors and mm-hmm. then again it's the carrier that you are using so um carriers all they really allow us is application of use so in a liquid form most of our carriers are what is called propylene glycol your body cannot absorb it it passes through Mm -hmm. it just allows us to um, put it in a liquid form it distributes heat evenly it gets very very technical Mm -hmm. Um, but when we say it's got no allergens and that it goes through a process where all the allergens and that are removed from that super concentrated extract okay Um, again it's a very involved process so You know, I'm very comfortable. I gave this to my baby Mm -hmm. because I have an issue buying yogurt that is filled with sugar. Where here, I can go and I could buy a double cream yogurt, put in two drops of it, being very comfortable to know that I'm not causing any harm to her body or my body. Um, To give you an idea, uh, again, in my personal journey, Mm. I'm trying to go to an 80% plant based diet and it's purely out of personal choice. But, you know, you start reading the ingredients and it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. And then it goes on to another thing. You you think something as an E number is bad for you, where most of the time a lot of E numbers are actually natural ingredients, not even a laboratory ingredient, but they're too long to put on a label, so they created E numbers. So there's quite a there's quite a lot of controversy okay. around food ingredients and it, it, it really does become quite technical and it's it's a whole nother conversation. Being,
0: being the simple man that I am, what yes. you are saying is with these products I'm not gonna turn my liver into Tupperware.
1: Absolutely not. Fantastic. Fantastic! That's I'm
0: all, quite comfortable then to put my name on it. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. Yes. So, so these flavors work, and I mean, obviously, the the grapevine and my screaming about it all over the internet. Um, this is this I can all put in gin. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Definitely. And I mean, you can use that when we say full cross-application use. You can temper chocolate with it. Most uh, flavors, b- unless b- it's b- b- oil. Chocolate. I know it's amazing. Most oils in that, or if you're using water seeds mm. chocolate, here you've got a product that you can temper chocolate. You can. It doesn't split cream. Um, you can put it in your meringues and your macarons. You mm-hmm. can use it in your water if you really want. To, it's not going to taste great because it doesn't have an activator. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put it in milkshake. You can really use it in absolutely everything. You can flavor your coffee in the morning.
0: Hang on now. So, are you now telling me that I cannot just buy two liters of carbonated water and make my own cream soda
1: yes you can but good but please go and work on need to go and you're going to go <laughs> you're gonna need to put sugar in it otherwise you're going to get the smell and you get a little bit of a bitter taste yeah. again because it's got no sugar and no salts and salts and sugars activate flavor ah. so it needs to be put in application that's why you can't taste it raw
0: i think i think we need to we need to talk to you more about this kind of stuff but but what, what fascinates me is not only do you do this, so at the moment it's kind of one and a half, almost two businesses and counting. Yes. Um, and and three, three little girls, I don't
1: know. Three little girls, plus I'm the chair lady of the South African Chefs Association's Woman in Culinary. Um, also something very close to my heart, I believe in empowering our industry. And um, I am on the Gauteng South African Chefs Committee as well. Good. And the South African Bakers Association's
0: gravy <laughs> woman, and now, now, thanks to a mutual friend of ours, do um, you wanting to start with uh, public speaking keynote yes. addresses?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: What is that about?
1: I really firmly believe that if you have knowledge and to be able to share that with people is empowering in a way of giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, my journey has been an interesting one. Um, the only thing people know about me is my life it will never be boring, and I refuse to let that be for nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. So, are, are you are you happy to share some of your journey with us? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me a bit about it.
1: Well, I mean, I'm I'm two years divorced now. Uh-huh. Um, that in itself was. An interesting journey. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into that, but I've been in situations I've been in very abusive relationships, whether it be physically or mentally. I failed many times with this business. Um, I had an interesting upbringing, with a childhood. I, I suffered m- many years with depression and anxiety, um suicide, uh-huh. and you know, it, it was a journey, and it was learning different life skills to be able to get to the point where I am now, and learning different coping mechanisms, whether it be in a workplace or in a personal capacity. Um, and I would really love to share that it, share that with somebody else because if you can better another person, you know, you, you've improved your own journey because that's where your healing takes place.
0: Hmm. I know, I know a little bit about your story, and yes. and and not a lot because I was very firmly told that. Uh, you're going to share what you feel like sharing with me, which is which is fair enough. Um,
1: fair.
0: fair. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to move these things because
1: it's distracting, right?
0: No. Well, yes, yeah. because I can still smell it, and yeah. and I keep going, hmm. <laughs> When I get home tonight, will it be too late to test out <laughs> Never too late, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just got to figure out, maybe I can find a plastic cup and I can steal a few drops, but I'm going to do that. I'm telling you right now. David,
1: I'm, I'm quite happy for you to take one. It's really okay. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those kind of people. But if you, you know.
1: Um, it, well, there we go. Just say thank anyway,
0: you. Anyway, so so, but... You know, as I said, I know a little bit about your journey. And and just from the little bit I know, the person that's sitting in front of me now is certainly not that person.
1: Definitely not.
0: I mean, wow.
1: Yeah, like like I said, you know, it's, We go through things in life and it's very easy for us to blame our past and to blame whoever was in our lives at that period of time. Mm. But it really is, nobody can ever force you to make the decisions that you make. Nobody can influence your free will to a degree um, unless the other circumstances um, leading to that. However, we make choices and you need to be responsible for those choices. And when you can... Self-reflect, and when you've self-reflected and grow from that, that's when you start empowering yourself, and that's a very important message.
0: Listen, I mean, I've often said this, but I I believe it is true. You know, um, one of my my theories is if you want to know somebody, get married to them. If you want to really get to know them, divorce them. Yes. You know, so, yeah, Yeah. I've been there, been there, done that, and uh, I've also in terms of my relationships in the past, have made some spectacularly bad decisions. Um, And that's all part of my, uh, what did somebody say to me? It's part of my my social worker issues because I want to go out and rescue all the broken people. And the problem is broken people sometimes don't want to be rescued and then they make you a bit broken.
1: Absolutely. You can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped and all you're going to do is destroy yourself in the process. And Mm. there is not one person on the face of this planet that is worth, Losing yourself over. Mm. You know, if you can help somebody, great. But if you can't, that's also great.
0: But again, I must say, I'm blown away seeing you sitting here tonight. I mean, calm, centered. Are you a bit flustered because I just threw you into the seat and started talking I to I you? I did well. And yeah. that's part
1: of the coping mechanisms that uh-huh. I've learned in life, is, you know, just, <laughs> smile, please, and wave, it's just okay. smile and wave, boys. Just smile and wave.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so what is the keynote about? You've, you've just got one. You're not like, I interviewed Daniela Bascelli last week and she's got like seven.
1: No, we've got about four now. So it really does go between... Um, my passion in Mm. food. So we've got one about food and technology and that really does revolve around how the industry is changing, Mm -hmm. how technology influences our industry and also career opportunities. So as a chef, if you've studied to become a chef, you're not only stuck in a hot kitchen or a pastry kitchen, You know, there's other avenues for you in terms of food styling or a lot of the, the bigger companies actually look for chefs to develop product with them. So food and technology... Is quite a big one in mm-hmm. terms of my passion for the industry. Co- coping mechanisms in the workplace. And, I mean, having gone through very challenging personal issues in that when I went to work, I never brought my stuff to work. I mean, y- you, you've got to go to work and you've got to perform. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to get paid and you can't look after yourself. And then you go home and it just becomes even more of a down spiral that you start going into. So one of them is coping mechanisms in the workplace. You know, I'm I'm a very rare creature that I can be having, I can be crying on my way to work by the time I get to my office, my face is on, I'm always the same, I'm always constant. And I wasn't always like that. I used to be quite emotional i don't think me and my old self would be friends in all honesty she mm-hmm. would irritate me so it was a journey to get to that point and then you've got one about a survivor exactly that survivor fighter daughter and mother and in different things that's on a very very personal level that's about your relationships um how to take what you've been through and turn it into positives that can work for you
0: automatically i'm saying that third one yeah. is going to be the one
1: yeah, no, it's because,
0: deep. It's because of that.
1: Absolutely, you know,
0: if you get to talk about it, and and I've often found, you know, people that have challenges when they're growing up. I mean, it's no secret. I've I've uh, I've grown up. I grew up with uh, an abusive father, alcoholic, all sorts of things. Okay, and I mean, I could have gone, and I was very clear. I could have gone one of two ways. Okay, I could have yeah. gone crazy. Yeah, um, or I could have sorted myself out um and and i don't know if i'm there because because you know history and stuff you look okay Okay. yeah yeah. you're portraying that picture it's (laughs) my my hair in place um but yeah it's 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 been tough and i often find when unconsciously i share my story people are like what i hear you you survived that because i mean i should have been dead like many times over okay
1: yeah yeah i have a huge you,
0: you also okay and i can I just pick a, that I up just a, by I chatting to you I, some some um, days i
1: do wonder how i i managed to get through <laughs> some of the bits yeah. and then we've got one that i actually collab with um daniela yeah. on high performance focus and it's exactly that about changing your thinking and shortening your time frames and setting your goals and mm. when you shorten a time frame you Put more pressure on yourself and you, you don't leave room for excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, because we like to make excuses. I, I sat for about six months making excuses of why I couldn't do it. Until one day you just like, you know what, I don't really have a choice. It's time to get up. So it's it's shortening it's shortening time frames, it's reevaluating how you think because your mind is incredibly powerful. Oh, yeah. People will turn around and say, Okay, well, who are you to say that? And I say, Well, I am Sarah Gray mm. and i did that through hmm. my thinking and once you start vibrating at a different level you start attracting the things that you're really looking for so if you can manage
0: your thoughts you can manage your life i love it we'll be back with Sarah. so i just gotta uh, who's this from uh it looks like Tasha. Um, you, you just messaged me. Perhaps uh, I was a tad harsh, uh, but I am concerned about the artificial labs. You don't have to apologize. This is the cool thing about me and my guests. If yes. you feel differently to us, say it and I will talk about it. I'm not scared to talk about it. Um, and that was one of the things that I was yeah. also like, okay, are you now genetically engineering stuff that's going to turn me into Topperware? That was my concern. Um, you know, I
1: have a huge issue with ingredients like that. I mm. avoid them. I don't like them in my products. And it's purely because, you know, we not we our food, like, like people are saying why is there so much more cancer in children, for example. My point of view is, well, number 1, we feed the cows what they shouldn't be fed, and mm. then we choose to eat that and we wonder why we're getting sick. So I have a huge issue with ingredients and what goes into our food. So when I procure and develop product, I am very particular about where I get it from, um, does it come with the right specifications, and have the right right tests been done on the product.
0: But can you make tofu taste like 35-day matured rump? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I probably could, hey, but that's another conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'll give it a go because
0: because you were going with this. This you want to get onto this plant based diet? Yeah, uh, it's yeah, one of the things I'd love to do, and and I'm it's starting t- I'm starting to work on it. But I am a committed carnivore. I'm not going to lie. Um. Um, listen. Um, time's flying by. We've got lots more to talk about. Um, But one thing I wanted to mention to you, and uh, Sarah, the 10th of February. Yes. um, I'm not sure what you're doing, but uh, between 7 and 8, I would suggest you listen to your radio station. Um, I am going to have as my special guest. I know I'm special, but David,
1: I don't know if I'm that kind of special. (laughs) I'm running in a pair of lips for a horse. Um,
0: I'm going to have as my special guest in studio drum roll please and if you don't know who i'm talking about then i'm okay i can't help you uh Prue leith is going to be in studio oh with wow, me we're yes. going to be chatting to her about her life about the great british menu 13 books that she's written wow. and the reason you should be listening she's releasing a brand new one all on vegetarianism and vegetarian oh, cooking so uh, the lady the doyen of uh, the culinary arts in this country, I believe, uh, is going to be here. She's coming in from uh, the UK. I'm going to be chatting to her. Very excited. We'll be back with Sarah in just a little bit. It is Mix 93.8. What's involved? So good to have you along with us. Uh, My special guest in studio. I said we were going to keep it uh, culinary and flavorful this evening. And uh, we've got Sarah Gray with us. So we're talking about all of these different flavors and what you can do and you do keynotes and I don't know where you find the time, and three little girls. So, goodness gracious me, single mom, three little girls. When you talk about these flavors, though, is the man on the street, i.e. yours truly, am I going to be able to either now or at some stage go to a website or a place and go, okay, like for me, we were talking about my fondness for for gins and infused gin, and go okay your mixology range because I think that's fairly new, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that brand, the drinkology brand. Drinkology. Yeah, yeah, it's still new.
0: Okay, because you did something. Was that the on the, on the weekend when you were posting those 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 gins? Yes, gin, the gins. Was that the lavender and, and honey? What did you that have in there? That
1: was the cotton candy. Really? Yeah, the cotton can So what
0: I have to do, do I just literally put a drop or two drops you, in my drink? You would drink?
1: literally do like one, maybe two or three drops in your drink and that's it. You don't need anything more than that.
0: So I don't have to go through this painful process of days and days and days and days of infusing.
1: So when you're distilling, distilling will be slightly different. You're going to use it in your distilling process and it's going to be a percentage of what you're distilling with. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have the, the long infusing process, you would still have the same distilling process, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, um, and obviously, problem. you're not going to use as much of the the natural ingredients yeah. because it's a, it's look, it's a point. It, it can be a point one to a one percent dose is
0: actually what you're using. Okay. Yeah. And then you say the same for the chocolates and etc. So you've got you've got um, a drinkology range, and yes. then you've got
1: the chef with a double
0: f. The chef. The chef. <laughs> and the chef <laughs> sells. Flavors for. F- so you mentioned something about. And, and suddenly, you see, you keep talking about food. And on Monday night, talking about food is bad for me. <laughs> Anytime talking about food is bad because I get hungry. Um, a smoky barbecue. What, what so, is that? So we
1: also do um, aromas. We have a couple of rubs and bespoke spices and that. Generally, it's. It's not the ordinary that you would find, um, like your average barbecue. We've got an American barbecue that's quite heavy on smoke. It's got molasses in it, and um, we've got a bourbon barbecue. Kaz
0: is going going thumbs up there, because <laughs> I want I want to do me some serious American style barbecue.
1: Uh, I can help you there. Definitely. Okay,
0: and and we've got
1: a bourbon barbecue even. So you're thinking Jack Daniels and barbecue? It's mm, going to work. Mm. And the beauty with that is. Um, most of the spices, um, they are gluten-free mm-hmm. as well. And we don't have a lot of fillers and extenders um, in the products because a lot of your spices, to bring the cost down, um, you're using a lot of fillers and extenders. We, we use f- the actual liquid flavors as well in the dry spices. It's a whole mm-hmm. other process how you get there. But we've got a chimichurri, coarse rub,
0: yeah. got a
1: Jamaican jerk. So generally, it's stuff that you wouldn't find on a shelf. So the weirder, the better, and I'm there.
0: Is this available to Joe Public?:
1: Okay, so not yet. Um, we're going to be launching the online store in the next month or so, so then the public will be able to because I'm first. about to
0: say, I demand.
1: I can help you in the meantime. I demand. Like if somebody wants it in the meantime, <laughs> they're welcome to contact me directly. Um, like I said, we we distribute to the hospitality industry through Cycro at the mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is somebody that wants privately, they're more than
0: welcome to contact me. Okay, but then I'll be able to go, what is the website going to be called?
1: It will be uh, chefsa.com with a double F.
0: So C-H-E-double F-S-A dot com. com. And uh, then... Everything will be on there. Yeah. I'd go in there, I search for what I want, yeah. place my order, pays my money, and then it gets delivered to my house. That's and I it. make beautiful culinary delights. And then you come
1: and post your pictures, and I can see what you've.
0: So got. you do, you do, you say aromas. Do you do aromas as well? Or not well, really, because I mean, what is the difference between a flavor and an aroma?
1: The carriers and the dilutions. Because um, I'm
0: just thinking that 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 honey honey lavender. Okay, Um, we've sort of been dabbling in the area of bath bombs and homemade soaps, etc. Listen, if you want to put that
1: into... It's not an essential oil as such. No. So, it it depends on whether it's food-grade or not. Mm. Aromas, you do get food-grade aromas. It has a different carrier and a different... It's not even really a different application. It's more the carrier. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to use that in soap making, Mm. it's got the most beautiful smell you can do that. I have made a range um, of... Sprays for my daughters with 100% food grade ingredients. So it's doable. Well, and like it smells so good. Why am I not going to like wear it as well?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, you're fascinating. I think we need to bring you back. Okay, so is there anything else I need to know about Sarah Gray? Not at this stage, no. Just because I think you've pretty much covered it. And, I, and yeah. I don't know if there's much more that you know you can fit in. I made a joke between two and I four can't in the morning. M- but I can't
1: fit m- more in. I'll probably try. Mm-hmm. How successful I'll be is also
0: debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so, where to from here? Are you going to focus now on the keynotes?
1: Um, it's going to be something extra that I'll be doing. We'll be doing um, one keynote a month, and then from that, we will also do masterclasses. So, learning how to apply and the skills skills in from the keynotes i mean there's lots of exercises there's lots of things that you can do to refine your thinking refining your skills and how how do you implement these things into your life so
0: mm-hmm. that
1: will happen once a month um my plate is quite full um my of, but this is a passion this is something that i really want to work on so it, it will be something um, that will be extra moving forward.
0: You know what I find amazing? And, and, and just in terms of what you do, because I was, I was thinking about it now, it's like your, your cotton candy, your candy floss smell yeah. or flavor. Because obviously we can't taste it because we haven't got anything to put it in yeah. or a carrier, as you say, but that, that, that aroma. That, yes. that's be, but how that can certain aromas can take you back to times and places in your life in an instant, Absolutely. and incredibly vividly.
1: Well, I mean, we, we've got we've got memory, and it's exactly that. That certain smells trigger certain emotions, and for me, and I think that's why I am as passionate about what I do. Is this is a way for me to express my creativity mm-hmm. and my love of my love of food. Food is my love language. So this this is you know this is all me. All in that bottle is what I've said I think this is great. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there's no more pleasure I get than watching somebody either open that bottle or taste something that we've made using that and you see that emotion. Well I think, I think I think you saw that. Well it, I love it because <laughs> it's like just open the bottle and you just the eyes are like wow. Yeah. And for me it's like my job is done.
0: Because I think as well, in terms of that, when, when you're talking about your keynotes and, and, and the, the, you know, people have gone through a lot of uh, trauma yes. and, stu- and processing. But I mean, that's why we love comfort food, because it absolutely. makes us, so there must be a way for you to incorporate that. Of I'm just saying, is. I'm putting that, it out that there. That will
1: come. You need to come to the, the keynote and you'll find out how we do I'm that. I'm
0: putting it out there because yes. I am somewhat of a keynote specialist. Fantastic. Having done absolutely Music none in my food. life. <laughs> <laughs> Music and food, yes. Music sound, food. sound, food. That's that's what it's all that's about. Such. Yeah. Um, so I I can't even say where to from now because your plate's full. So let's 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 <laughs> make a plan. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna chat again soon. Um, I would love for you to let me know when the website is live. Definitely. Um, that drinkology stuff. I think it's going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, it's. Great. Um, I am intrigued that I can make my tequila. I have to be honest now, that I can make my <laughs> tequila taste like maple syrup. Um, but no it's got to you've got to pay the price up front for tequila
1: no no you can pay it afterwards it's (laughs) fun, but it doesn't have to taste bad in the process I'm here to make that ride a little bit more comfortable for you
0: (laughs) could you make my headache taste a little better please I probably could (laughs) um Private stuff, do you do do you cater privately at all or do? You I don't have things? the time
1: for that. Um, I used to do a lot of private catering and cakes and that, but at the moment, I really just I don't
0: have the time for it. Really, no. because that was going to be a prerequisite to us inviting you back here. I mean, I'm happy. because to- she was talking about barbecue, you know baking, you
1: see? There's a new special. Uh-huh. so I'm happy to bring it with <laughs> That's me. What my mum used to say to me, so I'm a special child. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) deal. (laughs) Anyway. But look, I do spend a lot of time in the kitchen um, now. I, I teach people how to use the products, use it in applications. We do recipe development. It's part of my job at Cycro. So I will go and I'll work with groups. We'll do menu developments And so I do still spend my time in the kitchen. Fantastic. But privately, there's no time for that.
0: So if somebody is listening and they, 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 they've either got a business, a restaurant or something, or they've got an idea, like Rita's eyes lit up and she, she's talking about yes. ribs and you were like, yeah. And I could <laughs> see you guys were on, on, on. So somebody's listening that does that kind of thing and they want to kind of come up with a unique take on something you're the person to speak to absolutely how do we get hold of you
1: so you can um, reach me at sarah at the chef or at chefsa.com so it's sarah at chefsa.com double f or Sarah at Sarah Gray, G-R-A-Y dot C-R dot
0: And Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H. That's
1: it. Or through Psycho Distribution. Um, yeah, okay, you know, we're
0: getting too complex yeah, now. Yeah, there's, so there's a
1: lot. So, I mean, so even if you just Google Cycro, you'll find the contact details Okay, there.
0: but yeah. I would go with Sarah at Chef, C-H-E-F-F-S-A dot com. That's it. Get okay. hold of her. Um, find out more about it. I think if you 're a corporate and you 're looking for a truly uh, inspiring keynote address and, and something to uplift you um, and to to just give you an idea of the the power of possibility the power of your mind. Uh, and, and how to think strong, then uh, Sarah is definitely the person to speak to. It about wraps it up from us for this evening. For once, I might even be out on time. Kaz, <laughs> would you look at that? <laughs> Kaz <laughs> is up next uh, and she's going to be keeping you company. i playing you some of the best music on the face of the planet. Hope she's got some jazz and blues lined up tonight. Some blues. Lovely my stuff. my favorite. Smoky blues. Love it. Kaz <laughs> up next. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in and Thanks chatting to us. Thanks for having me, David. And, Uh, I'm sure we'll get you back at some stage in the future. Great. It is What's Involved on Mix 93.8. Just a reminder, the podcast will be available uh, of both shows uh, tonight, a little bit later on in the week. Once again, if you are a bit of a foodie, uh, Prue Leith is going to be in studio with me on the 10th of February.